So now for this episode, Sispen will continue talking about how a Christian should live. And she will talk about holiness all the way through. Yes, for holiness, it is the core attribute of God, which all other attributes flow. And as we talked in the previous episode, we must be holy or we cannot see God. So in Psalms 29 and 2, it says, Give unto the Lord glory due unto his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. In Matthew 5 and 8, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Amen. We talked about pure being holy, separated. In Ephesians 5 and 24 through 27, Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, mm-hmm. that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that it should be holy and without blemish. Mm-hmm. Amen. First Thessalonians 3 and 12 through 13, and the Lord make you to increase and abound in love one toward another and toward all men, even as toward, even as we do toward you. To the end, he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before God. Our Father, at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. And we mentioned before in Hebrews 12 and 14, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. Mm-hmm. You know, this brings to mind a song by Nathaniel Bassey, mm-hmm. and it's talking about the book of life. And it gives a story. The whole song is a story of a man that he he reaches to heaven's gates and mm-hmm. he's met God, his judge. And God opens up the book of life mm-hmm. and he starts to try to find his name. And as he's searching, the man keeps asking, is my name in the book? Yeah. Is my name in the book? Please just say that my name's in the book. Mm-hmm. I've been good. I've done what you've told me to do. I've been, um, I, I've, I've done what you've told me mm-hmm. in the word of God. I just, please, my name has to be there because I've worked so hard at Mm. this, you know. In other words, I'm paraphrasing. This is what I got out of it, my perspective. Mm -hmm. And then the song goes to where God responds to him and says, I cannot find your name in the book. Mm. Your name's not here. And he's like, but why? I I thought I was good. Mm -hmm. I thought... I did everything right. Mm-hmm. And then God the judge looks into the heart and says, but there was a, there was a bitterness in your heart. Mm-hmm. There was something in your heart towards someone else that you didn't mm-hmm. take care of. And at that moment, I just tears came to my eyes and I was just like, oh God, it really is. It's so real mm-hmm. because it's, it's so important. We may live the law down to a T. We, we may know the Bible and have memorized it backwards and forwards. We may be a Bible scholar with Mm -hmm. more degrees than a thermometer. 
in theology yeah. and everything, you know. Yeah. But if we have something in our heart towards our brother, mm-hmm. and we don't fix it, and we don't fix it and make that right, that could cause us to go to hell. Yeah, our name will not be written in that book. That's why we have to check ourselves daily. We may know everything there is to know about God. Mm-hmm. We may know there's one God. Yeah. We may have been baptized and received the Holy mm-hmm. Ghost. But there may be one little thing where we've held on to yeah. that we did not let go and make right. Mm-hmm. And that one little thing can cause us to be lost. And that is so serious. Yes, it just makes you want to go and repent of everything, every secret fault. And when I heard that song, I was just wanting to go repent. I don't don't know why. Yeah, because there are some things that we forget that we've done. And it will just eventually just come out on the open all of a sudden. And then we we will be thinking like, where did this come from? Because we have all, uh, we have past sins that we, we, we tend to forget. Yes. We want to ignore or forget about but when we repent, it says that we repent all, yes. whatever it is. That's why let us ask God to reveal those things for us to repent of it all. Yes. Because there are times that we think that we don't have bitterness in our heart. But when we hear somebody's name, yes, it will just spring up again that bitterness inside of you. That's why ask God to reveal to you those things yes. because it will hinder you from going to heaven. And it doesn't make you holy. No. And that's why as a newborn believer and when you start out your walk with God, you need to make a habit of repenting every day. Mm-hmm. Because even as David said, Lord, cleanse me from even my secret faults. Yeah. Things that I don't even know that are sin that yeah. I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It, you know, as a newborn believer, there's going to be a lot of things you don't know is sin. Mm-hmm. Especially if you haven't been born and raised in church and, yeah. and heard preaching about sin. Yeah. There's going to be things that you don't know. Mm-hmm. And when when the Holy Ghost comes, it will convict you, yes. Yeah. But there's going to be things that you're going to do and you're going to mess up. And it, it's okay that that's expected, but you have to repent of that thing learn and grow from that yeah and then make it right mm-hmm. and then don't do it again yeah that's you know? why repenting it repenting is like you you for you ask for forgiveness of those things and never do that again. yes so holiness will teach you to be right in your heart and towards others and this is holiness we're talking on the inside not yeah. we haven't got to the outside yeah. yet this is inside. This is inside. inside holiness because we must have holiness on the inside and outside. Yeah. When you look at Noah building the ark, he pitched the ark. Inside. And that pitch was inside and, and out. Outside. And it kept everything. It kept the water from coming in and it kept things inside from going out. Mm-hmm. So it was a protection layer mm-hmm. to keep uh, things separated. Yeah. So it's, it's a type and shadow mm-hmm. of our holiness unto God. Yeah. And, you know, when we talk about holiness from inside, it also, you know, whatever you put in your heart, it says the mouth speaks. Yes. And whatever we have inside of us that is holy, it will show up outside. It's like having a teapot. Mm-hmm. And whatever you have in that teapot, it's going to come out. Mm-hmm. 
and it may not just dump and pour out. You may try to hide it inside. Mm-hmm. But when the heat turns up, and you start going through a trial, yeah. or someone starts making you mad, mm-hmm. all of that in that's been setting inside is mm-hmm. starting to boil, and it will overflow yeah, it will with what's inside. Yeah. So when people say God, and I know they use uh, people out in the world, and that are, and and maybe we have, and I know. Many of us have before we got into the church. Mm-hmm. We use that scripture ignorantly, of course, mm-hmm. but we use that scripture. God looks on the uh, the, the heart, heart, but man looks on the outward yes. appearance. Yeah. That was not talking about holiness no. at all. No. That was talking about physical stature mm-hmm. of David because yeah. he did not look like a king. He wasn't tall like Saul. Yeah, he didn't stand with the confidence. Yeah. That Saul stood with, mm-hmm. he 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 looked like a young kid that yeah. should just be out in the field somewhere, mm-hmm. and he was for a while. Yeah. But when you look at David, even they said his brothers look more kingly than he does. Yeah. But God was looking at what was inside of David, because those brothers did not have what David had in yeah. his heart. Yeah. And so, it's very very important. That we have holiness inside and yeah. out. Yeah. Yes. So in Psalms 19 and 14, it says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Our, our thoughts, mm-hmm. everything in our heart, our heart is really our mind. Yes. What it's is not it? the pumping <laughs> of the blood that's not in the middle of our chest. Yes. It's our brain. <laughs> our mind what our thoughts are on should please God. Yeah. And they should be holy. That's why, the, you know, was it yesterday or this morning? You know, I said to myself, I need to, you know, have control over my mind. Mm-hmm. Because if, if I will not control the thoughts that I'm thinking, it will be everywhere. Yes. So we need to control our mind to focus only on the things of God. That's why... When it comes to holiness, we have to put in mind the holy things that is acceptable to yes. God. And yes, in Second Peter 3 and 11, it says, Seeing that all the things that shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holiness, conversation, mm-hmm. and godliness. That conversation doesn't necessarily mean what you speak. Mm-hmm. It also means behavior, yeah. how you conduct, you conduct yourself. yourself. You can say nothing and act unholy yeah mm-hmm. your attitude says a lot it yeah. actually speaks louder than your words that's true because yeah. the more you you know the the people around us they will read your life based on your actions not on the words that you say so if you react badly on things that has been spoken of you mm-hmm. they will think oh you're a hypocrite Yes. You're, you're not as, as godly as you say you were. Mm-hmm. Because they will not believe your words. They will believe what you do. Yes. And this is so important that in Revelations 21 and 27, it says, And there shall in no wise enter into anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination or makes a lie, but they that which are written in the Lamb's book of life. So God's not going to make any stipulations for you. No. If your name's not written there, 
you're not there. Out you go. Yeah. And it's not to be um, a hateful, mean God. He's mm-hmm. not. He's extended this mercy and this mm-hmm. time and this chance. It's an opportunity yeah. to be saved. He's given you this time and you didn't take it. Yeah. And I tell this to many people. God will never send anyone to hell. Because it's not meant for, for people. It wasn't meant for people. It was meant for the devil and his angels. But he will not send you there. You will send yourself there. Yeah. Because he already he's laid al- out. He's already <laughs> laid out his plan. Yeah. He's already laid out the map. Um, yeah. He said, do this, do this, do yeah. this. If you don't... Hell you go. <laughs> you don't make it. Yeah. And it's very, very vital. Because I think a lot of people... they in, Especially living in the Arab world... Mm-hmm. We have a lot of hubby business. Yes, under so, the table. <laughs> a lot of bribes. Yeah. You cannot bribe God. You cannot. He will not be bribed. He will not be talked into. You cannot pay him. And with your even pins. the Bible prophesies mm-hmm. and foresees that. Yeah. And he said there will be people in that day that will say, But Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name. Mm-hmm. We cast out demons in your name. Yeah. And he's going to say, Depart from me. I don't know you. You're a worker of iniquity. Because their heart is far from him. They're going to try to talk God into letting yeah. them into heaven. Yeah. Because they did not take the steps and opportunity mm-hmm. that God had given them before. You know, I remember the Pilgrim's Progress. Yeah. There are some people that will go the shortcut and they say, Oh, I reached the, I reached the final destination. But you did, you did not do the rest of the part that God told you to do. You went to a direction that God didn't want you to do yes. to go. So that's why God laid out those plan. Mm-hmm. Because it's perfect plan. Yes. It's not man-made plan. It's God's plan for our salvation. Yes. Because if we follow man's made, we will not be saved. Because it's not man who will save us. It's God. Yes. And just talking about holiness it goes hand in hand with separation because yeah. holiness is separated unto god mm-hmm. uh, set apart yes it's his so the the next one is i'm going to be talking about uh, separation and then tithing and offerings which has a lot to do with holiness mm-hmm. it just ties hand in hand so i'm just going to go through that and uh, expound on that for a few minutes just as you can't have momentum without direction. So distinction without purpose is of no value. Mm-hmm. You are called to be separate from the world so that you might not be sep- that you might be separate for God. You are not made for this world. Yeah. You are not the world. It doesn't own you. Yeah. You are God's. He's the one that created you. Mm-hmm. So without being separate from the world, you have to be separate. For God, Peter wasn't name calling when he labeled you peculiar, a peculiar people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's in First Peter two and nine. He meant that you are God's unique purchased possession, no longer your own. He bought you with His blood. Yeah. So we are His. Yes. We were once slaves to sin, but mm-hmm. no longer we are servants of God. Amen. He meant that you are unique purchased possession. And you are Jesus Christ. Value. You are valued so much, so highly that he sacrificed himself to buy you back from sin and make you his own. There is a story. This reminds me of a little boy. And he liked to make little sailboats. Yeah. And he would go 
in the creek behind his house, and mm-hmm. he would test it on the water yeah. to see if it would float. If it didn't float, he would go back to his little room or workshop, and yeah. he would try to fix it until it could float and be properly... Yeah, like a boat. Like a boat. <laughs> yeah. But um, one day he made this boat, and it was his prized boat. He loved it. It was his favorite boat. And he made the boat, and then he went to go test it on the waters. But this time, something was different. The wind started picking up. Mm-hmm. And the boat flew down and floated down the creek, yeah. and he couldn't catch it. And it was gone forever. And he was so sad. He cried all the way home. He missed that boat. He mm-hmm. loved that boat. It was his favorite one. And so... A few months later, he was in the town, and he went into a toy shop. And lo and behold, he saw his boat. He saw his boat sitting on the top shelf. And he, his heart just leaped. I mean, mm-hmm. he was just excited. Yeah. Oh, I found my boat. Yeah. So he goes up to the owner of the shop, and he said, Sir, how much is that boat? And the owner told him. And he's like, Oh... That's, that's a little expensive, but I think I have it at home. So he ran home, got his piggy bank out, and started counting his coins mm-hmm. from his allowance. And he found out he had just enough to buy that boat. Mm-hmm. But it would take all he had. Mm-hmm. So he rushes back to the shop, and he purchased that boat. And on the way home, he hugged his little boat, and he said, You are twice mine now little sailboat Mm -hmm. first time was because i made you the second time because i bought you and i love that story because it shows what christ did for us he made us and the winds of life and the turmoil Mm -hmm. just blew us out of christ's grip yeah and it was called sin yes sin took us out of the hand of god and then god said, it's going to be expensive. It's going to cost me my life. But, but I'll I'm, do it. Go- I'm going to do it. I, I love that boat. It's yeah. so valuable to me. So if you ever question God's love towards you, love toward you and your value to God, mm-hmm. just remember. He died he, on the cross for you. He gave everything he had just to purchase you back. Amen. And he would hug you all the way home. Yeah. You're twice mine now. Wow. If you will just grasp that. That story, it will just make you realize, oh God, you loved me so much. That despite of my sin, you still died for me. Yes. And I I love, that's one of my favorite stories (laughs) because I I tell it to my Sunday school kids and they love those stories Mm -hmm. and the little devotionals. But it's, uh, it just really opens your eyes to how much God really loves and cares about Mm -hmm. you. We are getting deeper as we continue on the subject of Christian living. Holiness is one of the most important aspects or character in a Christian. It is that what separates the children of God to the children of this world. This is getting better and better, so stay tuned as we continue walking in truth and living the way Christ wants us to live. Blessed weekend to all, in Jesus' name.